0: folks, and welcome to the Drinking Alone with Friends news station. This is is one of your lead anchors,
1: Chris.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is your sports reporter, Todd. And I'm Obert, here with weather. We come to you live on this beautiful Easter morning. (laughs) Well, live... Live through four days ago, as live Beautiful. as any podcast can be from four days in the past. Right.
1: <laughs> Happy Easter, folks! Happy Earth Day! You know,
0: are they one of the same, or is it? Is that like tomorrow? No, nope, it's Earth Day today. Is earth it really? Day. Oh man! Whoop, whoop. Yeah, well, got to get earth. out there and cl- clean the Earth. See, you you wouldn't have you wouldn't have found that out if you didn't listen to our new news podcast. <laughs>
2: yeah. We're talking about all the new news you need to hear. <laughs> I think the most important thing that people need to know, or our listeners need to know, is that at one point in time we were live when we recorded this.
0: Right. Yes, yes. and
2: they also needed to know that it
0: was ten slash eight a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yes, eight a.m. in the morning over here. Ten a.m. over here. So ten a.m. Uh, in know, the morning. That's weird. It's, 10, it's 10, a.m. Yeah. ten a.m. for you, Chris. It's ten a.m. for me too. Breaking news: <laughs> We both have the same time zone. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. So, but no, we uh, you know, busy schedule, trying to fit all the family time in and all of that fun stuff. So, we 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 are decided to start drinking in the morning. I think that's a good thing for
2: the podcast. Yeah, you yeah, can't we- you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's That's very very true, true. Todd.
1: Yeah, I actually took a break from looking for all of my Easter eggs um, to record with you guys and start drinking. So I'm feeling after this I'll have renewed energy and be able to find those missing eggs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we had eggs strewn across the living room this morning. Breaking news, uh, they were all empty. So we think there's a thief, Easter egg innards, thief. Breaking news: <laughs> Easter egg telling has been missing.
2: <laughs> it's it's gone. It's been stolen. Well, we know you all like, or that you like those Cadbury cream eggs. So I think you'd probably be the lead, the lead culprit. Yeah, the,
0: maybe he's the highest suspect.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're the suspect. It's
0: it's just a board with my face with like a bunch of like red lines pointing away from it. <laughs> so like regular Cadbury cream eggs and like the caramel <laughs> Cadbury cream eggs and the chocolate Cadbury <laughs> cream eggs. A big X over the cream one. <laughs> it's oh, the bunny man. with a question
1: mark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but anyways, we hope you enjoyed this news segment or the the new news program, but what have you guys uh, What have you guys been up to the last little bit? I think, Tud, you were bragging about your excursions into drinking.
2: Yes. So yesterday, I had the unfortunate task of driving to New York City.
0: That's never fun. No, no one ever once wow. says I want to drive to New York.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, you know where it's fun to drive to New York City. No one ever th- <laughs> thinks that.
2: So to make a bad situation good. I decided to head over to other half, which is in Brooklyn, and then Brooklyn. Yep. previously, recently featured on the podcast. Yes, yeah. by Chris one 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 short episode ago. So I was able to to go to other half and try their beers and buy some beers to bring home, which will make their appearance on the pod at a later date. And then on the way back, I chose to make the detour to uh, two roads as well as area two, which is that new uh, experimental brewing facility that two roads just opened oh yeah you told us about that they have a cool ship yeah Uh, yep they have they have the second biggest cool ship in the country they were going for the the biggest but somebody on their staff made an error and they ended up buying one that was five gallons or five barrels too small Boo! yeah you know the
1: story they tell you
2: that that was what i was told that's that's breaking news folks that is breaking news one thing I will say too, I wanna to give a quick shout out to Patrick. He's a listener. He's also Ooh. the guy who gave me the tour. And yesterday on the tour, when I mentioned that I had a podcast and I mentioned the name of the podcast, he was like, Oh hey, I listened to that podcast. And then I told him who I was and he was like, No shit, really. There so you go. Oh, there we go. Patrick, this this beer's for you. Yes. Yeah. The- cheers to Patrick. So yeah, so I was able to experience this new area too. And I gotta tell you, it's one of the coolest things I've seen. This entire brewery is built for experimental beer, and the Cool Ship room that they have is just something that you have to go there and see it because it's just so unique and so cool, and it's just, it's just awesome. Go check it out. It's a $5 tour, and you get beer on it, so why not? Did
1: you get any pictures we could post on the Instagram?
2: I did. Uh, we're we're going to post them you know, over the course of the next couple weeks or a couple days, depending on how much we want to put up at one time. <laughs> I'll probably, we'll probably put them all up just one fell swoop. Just boom. Yeah. Okay. Here, and enjoy the cool ship folks. Well, there we go. I feel like I should explain what a cool ship is potentially to some of our listeners who might not know. It is a very thin stainless steel bed, I guess is more of the, the way to describe it where, you know, you can fit 50 barrels of beer into it, but it's very long and flat. So it's the, the beer is not very deep when it's laying in it. And basically you just. Put the beer in there after you're done brewing it and it's still hot. And as it cools and sits there, it takes the, the natural air from around it because it's open to like the elements, except for screens so bugs can't fly in. It takes the yeast that's just naturally in the air and spontaneously ferments. And it's really interesting because that's how you get... We've talked about the cool ships on the podcast before, but I didn't realize it was basically a glorified kiddie pool. That's basically exactly what it is. Um, The, the room is covered in non-treated uh lumber so that way as as the as the beer cools and condensation forms the stuff the the beer and all the water floats up and gets caught in the ceiling and then it drips back into the beer and this keeps the the fermentation process going you know going along down the road and we'll, so cuz some of that yeast will live on the wood right and the and it will oh, live interesting. it'll live and grow inside the room you know once they start brewing it'll live in there forever and so this is open up to marshland in the back of two roads that way they can get all the cool yeast. I think we talked about that on the podcast before. um yeah. One thing I did learn is they can only brew in that cool ship between like April and June and September and November, other than that, it's either too cold or too hot in Connecticut to brew it. So they spent a lot of money on this cool ship to only be able to use it for a limited amount of time per year. Oh, well, that's pretty sweet, yeah,
0: so and you know because it's spontaneous, that means that even if they try to brew the same beer more than once there's no guarantee it's going to taste exactly the same each
2: each go round correct 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 right you're yeah. always going
1: to have new yeast growth and all that stuff so that's not, that sounds pretty cool
2: yeah and there there's a lot of other things we can talk about about the brewery too but i can also you know we can talk about that at a later date too as we as we need to drop some more beer knowledge on our listeners
0: yeah well do you have a uh
2: area to beer that you want to share with us today I do actually, so I'm going to be drinking a Calva, which is uh, their. It's not their flagship beer. Uh, that would that would be a different beer, but this is their most versatile beer. So what they do with this beer is it it starts out as the same base level ale, and what they do is they take this Calva beer and they throw it into different barrels and or brewing devices, and it changes the flavor. So Calva was put into a um, a barrel that that used to house gin and other clear spirits but at the same time we also had a a beer called dark noir that was put into a wine barrel same base beer two different ways of aging it two extremely different beers
1: oh so you're saying that the calva and the what did you call the, the noir dark noir dark noir calva and dark noir are both the same beer just aged in different barrels correct and for probably different lengths of time and all that that's cool yeah so you really get to appreciate how much difference the barrel makes.
2: Yeah, and you know, full disclosure, I did not like neither Caitlin nor I like Dark Noir at all. But this Calva is is good. So with that, I'm going to drink it.
0: Yeah, I I that's very interesting. Taking the same beer, I mean, I guess you can see it from time to time. But uh, you know, for him to dislike one and then really like the other, it kind of is very interesting.
2: Yeah. So this is. This beer is really—it's got—it's sour. It's you definitely get that hint of the clear liquor coming off of it. You know, it's a little weedy. Definitely a little bit of probably a little bit of lime in it too, which is interesting. I get that—that that tartness you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is really good. Um, as you can see for you guys, there's a little bit of sediment sitting at the bottom from live yeast cultures that have since died off. So the dead yeast cultures. Yeah, the dead yeast. Yeah, <laughs> what, did I say live yeast cultures that have died? <laughs> that have died. <laughs> <laughs> the undead yeast cultures, uh, yeah, the zombie yeast that's in my beard. Um, no, this is really oh, good. Delicious. I'd give this. This is this is a four point oh. Cheers to area nice. 2. I was they've only been open for six weeks, so I was glad we got to, to catch them early while they're still doing tours of the cool ship room before they start brewing in it, which is should be coming in the coming weeks. And then from then on, you'll never be able. To, the general public will never be able to enter that room because you don't want to disturb what's growing in it. I guess right, yeah. So.
0: So, Ted was lucky; he got to play in the kiddie pool full of beer before. Yep, and slashing around.
1: <laughs> uh, no, cool. so what would you rate that dark noir that you tried? That you said you weren't a fan of? Was that like a two and a half? I think I gave it a two point two five. Okay, yeah, I think aging beer in wine barrels is really tough, especially red wine. I've never seen that done successfully. I've seen beers where um, it's been partially, like partially aged in like. Um, white wine barrels and then blended with other barrel ages barrel aged beers. Um but I've never seen anything in a red wine barrel for beer.
2: Yeah, it just it's it wasn't it wasn't my style of beer. I know Patrick, uh the guy who gave us a tour, he loves that beer. So, you know, to each their own, I would tell people to go out there and try it and try it for yourself and form your own opinion on it. Don't don't just yeah, listen who knows, to me. Maybe I like it. Yeah, don't just yeah. listen to me. I mean I just I don't really like red wine or wine in general to begin with. I mean, I'll drink it, obviously, but I think that, you know, a really dark red wine is not my forte anyways. So, if okay. you like if you like red wine or, and really dark red wine, go check it out. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe that's something for you then if
1: you're a red wine drinker, which I am. So, who knows? I think I might like it. Nice.
0: Yeah. Patrick, give us a shout out. Uh, shoot us over some kind of message or something and if you
2: want to do an interview with Tud or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, you know, And we can definitely hook them up with some stickers and some swag and get them all, all drinking along with friends swagged up. I think that goes for any brewer that listens to our podcast. Yes, yeah, or literally anybody who just like really, really loves beer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so uh, with that, who's who's drinking next? I think Chris looks thirstier than me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or
0: it's, it's almost like it's it 8 a.m. for you hour, or something.
1: Yeah, he's two hours ahead of me in getting ready to drink beer. Right.
0: Okay, yeah. So I'll go next. Uh I picked this because it has coffee in it and since it's a morning I feel like it's more fitting. So this is uh Institution Ale Company's 2018 Fall Seasonal, which is uh out of Camarillo, California. So it's the I think it's the last of my beer trade with uh Russell H Beer. So, you know, we'll see how how this looks. This is an imperial brown ale that has uh, lactose, coffee, and cacao nibs. Ooh. Oh see so that's that's a morning beer if I've ever heard of one. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So pour pour this bad boy into my Pikachu glass.
2: True or false, have you had coffee this morning already? Or are you just getting it from the beer?
0: I've had a few sips of coffee. I have not had as much coffee as I normally have, which is like a pot and a half. So um, so I have it here in my my Pikachu glass, as you can see the cool Pikachu. Um, it isn't I mean, it's not it a might... poor
1: character glass, unlike most of your Pokemon glasses.
0: No, because it's a dark beer, you can't really see the poor character. So I choose the one with the the light decals. Oh, um, yeah. See, makes makes for good pictures, um, but it's not completely see through. I mean, it's dark. It's
2: a brown. So yeah, it's not know. a billion SRM. It's probably more no. like a like a sixty. Yeah. yeah. Probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably the head dissipated pretty quickly, as you can see right there. Not too not too shabby, so let's see. Definitely has that like stereotypical brown smell. You know? Mm, brown just smell. Smells, brown smells smell. Like brown. So let's see. Let's see how this bad boy tastes.
2: Just like picking a Crayola crayon out of the box and sniffing it. That's exactly what it smells like.
1: <laughs> only the brown ones, you're saying. Yeah.
2: Only the brown ones though. They have okay. a unique smell. So do the blue ones and the red ones and the green ones. They all smell different.
0: Ooh, that is very, very good. Really enjoying this. So I took it out a little bit a little bit ahead of time to let it like warm up a little bit. So uh, I get a lot of, I get a lot of the coffee and then I get like the chocolate, well, not chocolate, but cacao ish bitterness towards the end. Uh, The lactose does a really good job of like smoothing it all out and, you know, adding a little bit of adding a little bit of body to the beer because normally brown ales, I don't know, maybe it's just me or maybe it's just, I pick the bad brown ales, but normally they're like a little on the watery side. I don't know. But this is really, really good. Thinner, I guess, would be another way to say that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the better way of putting it. So, yeah, really enjoying this. Um, it's uh, So, it says this fall seasonal, this year's fall seasonal is a mocha-inspired brown ale. Yep, that definitely Ooh. tracks. Imperial is, imperialized, oh, geez, how many percent alcohol is this? Oh, it's only 7.6. Okay, I was like, woof. <laughs> imperialized brown ale includes milk sugar added for extra body and sweetness Colombian coffee roasted locally by our friends at Beacon Coffee and Cacao Nibs. So uh, I've never had an Institution Ale Company beer before, but hopefully I get one or two more throughout the
2: course of trading now, because this is pretty delicious. I think I have one of those too in my fridge. Where'd you get yours from? From Russell H. Beer as well. I feel like I may be left out here. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, we, we helped him in his quest. Of drinking a beer from all fifty states last year, so yes, oh, okay, yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a podcast only thing. It was just <laughs> we we <laughs> sent him Tennessee and Rhode Island beers.
2: Yeah, and I, I just so happened to live close enough to Rhode Island to be able to capitalize on that because he had already had Connecticut beer.
0: Yeah, so very good beer. Um, I will probably give this a four out of five. It's like a perfect morning beer if you're looking for something to pick you up at ten a.m.
1: Nice. But that's a good question. Yeah, I. Do you guys have go-to morning beers? I don't. No. I mean,
0: no. Bud
1: Light, maybe. Yeah. So for me, it's usually when I'm drinking beers in the morning is when I'm canoeing or like tailgating, Uh-oh. tailgating those noon Yukon football
2: games. Oh yeah, that's, and, that's Bud Light or or um Bloody Marys.
1: Yeah, for me, yeah, I guess maybe not necessarily a beer, but I always. Canoeing, you can't. It's harder to get Bloody Marys <laughs> <laughs> on a canoe. Pass me the celery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we drink mimosas <laughs> when we're canoeing. <laughs> <sighs> um, hey, no, I mine, my my go to is Bud Light Lime. That's what. Oh, I like
0: okay. Oh, that's, yeah. that's good. I thought stuff. you were going to say the found the all day IPA. Those are good too. Yeah, I like those. I
1: transition into that.
0: Uh, okay. Um, so okay. So Bud Light Lime's the morning beer. Right. That's that's what kicks it all off for me
1: oh, okay it's all right little, that makes sense it's
2: a little sweet it's kind of a morning flavor
1: yeah it, if you if you squint your eyes hard enough and then think it almost tastes like orange juice <laughs>
2: well you could do the you could do the bud Light orange now
1: see i haven't tried that one it's a little like it's, it's not again, as good you know how i feel about orange flavored beers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wants to pretend they t- they taste like orange but not actually taste like orange right yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, hey, but... I do need to jump in for a, for a quick second and, and fix something I said about this beer, this Calva beer. Oh, correction, so, folks. Yeah, So apparently, if you read the bottle, it actually tells you a little bit more about how the beer was brewed. So this is a wheat. So Calva, Calva is a wheat ale aged in Calvados foundries. So Calvados is not a gin; it's an apple brandy from Normandy, France. Oh. And it's traditionally aged in wooden foundries two roads or area two because they call themselves a different brewery just an FYI for anybody who's wondering it's not two roads area two it's actually two roads experimental brewing company or it's area two experimental brewing company oh interesting so anyways the area two acquired one such vessel and aged their ale dubbed Calva inside for nine months to capture its unique essence at its core Calva is a crisp slightly soured brew with an apple bouquet or er, with an apple bouquet You'll uh, you'll find refined notes of apple and pineapple with an oaky dry finish.
1: Okay, so now that you've read that, give us another sip and tell us if you get those apple flavors.
2: Yes, definitely get a lot more of a lot more of the pineapple. It might be because the you know it's been sitting out for a little bit, but they, I mean there is a subtle hint of apple. It definitely, you can definitely taste a brandy undertone. Now that you know, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That I always definitely, think it's
1: funny when you start, you try and pick out these notes. And then you read something about it and then all of a sudden you're informed by that and you, oh, all I can think about is, yeah, I do
0: get that roasted toasted banana or whatever. Is, <laughs> right. You yeah. know, it is I mean, weird how that works sometimes.
2: If you're seeking out the brandy flavor, you can definitely, I mean, brandy is unique in and of itself. So it's really good. Nice. So, that, so I was told that they will no longer be able to brew this beer because the, the wooden vessel, the foundry as it would be called, can only be brewed in uh, like once or twice before all the flavor is gone. Yeah. I mean
1: that's with most barrel aged things, right? You can only use it a limited number of times. But
2: here's the thing, it's a giant like wooden barrel. Like it's, you know, three or four of me tall and, you know, as as wide as a normal fermenter. So they yeah. have to they have to basically either find something else to do with this foundry or throw it away and then they have to buy another one.
1: Well, you know, like the law of inverse squares says that the the bigger your barrel is going to be the less flavor you're going to get because you have that that decreased volume to surface area ratio. So, if you're if if you're barrel aging something at home and let's say you you have a like a 1 liter barrel, like I have a little 1 liter barrel I'm saving for a, an experimentation with. Um, you don't have to age things for very long because you have so much wood touching so little of the beer or whatever you're aging. But with a barrel that big, you know, that many barrels, gigantic um foundry. You can it takes a lot to infuse that flavor. It's like you're not going to get that much flavor.
0: There Boom you go. engineered science folks. Yeah. <laughs> this mad. is uh our, our new news segment called Science <laughs> with Obert. <laughs> but no my guess
1: Todd is they're not going to throw it away. I feel like you know how you said that you could only use it a couple times before the flavor? I feel like the barrels just kind of circulate. Like someone is going to be like, oh we took this barrel that was that had beer aging in it and we're going to make, you know, Brandy again, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So I think that it just kind of you know, and I'm just speculating. We, who knows? Patrick might be the way, but uh, <laughs> I <laughs> think these, right these kind of just these just kind of cir- circulate around, and people like to use them for their own experiments.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. that like, that's that's probably the a better way of thinking about it. And I am two roads is very eco friendly, so them destroying a giant wooden you know barrel is probably not in their forte, or in their wishes, or their wants they probably just do something else with it maybe you can buy it to make your man cave for after you get married you can uh, <laughs> Am I just going to live in put the, put the barrel door in it <laughs> yeah and then that
1: could be your um your beer drinking hut <laughs> <There's> <laughs> there you go room for you and an armchair and you just hang out <laughs> sit there and drink beer in the dark
2: that'd be my it'd be my podcast <laughs> recording studio there Ooh, you go i
1: like it the warm wood sound would would absorb all that feedback i like
0: it
2: yeah there you go but All over, right. I put this I off vlog enough. Yes, I, I, think it's a, I think it's that time.
0: I think it's time.
1: Okay, so on the podcast for my beer today, as you can tell, I'm very excited. Whoop, whoop. Uh, I have um, a beer I was recommended would be good for a face your beers segment. So I've never tasted this beer before, but I've been told it's not good.
0: Let's
1: face your beers. So I have it's actually a very cool label. It's from Mother Earth Brew Company. It's called okay. Syntax. It's an imperial peanut butter stout. Tasting notes big and bold, balanced roastiness, brown sugar ale with natural flavor added. 8.1% alcohol. It seems like if I'm going to drink it, it is
0: it, it could be breakfasty. It's it sounds good. I know. I'm like <laughs> generally a peanut butter stout I'm like, yeah. You right. know all like, that peanut butter stouty goodness. I I
1: expect this to be good, but I was told to hold my judgment stop after I try it. Because, I mean, go. Is, this a, Chris, is this
0: a friend of the pod? Do you want to out them on, on the air? Yeah, this
1: is Rosie, listener, Montana listener. Okay, all right. Yeah, so let's see. It pours, um, I think, a little thicker than Chris's brown. You said it was like uh, a brown, brown sugar brown. ale, too, right? Like that was how yeah. they described it? Yeah, a little bit more per, um, persistent head than what Chris was dealing with.
2: Oh, let's yeah. See. I looks- see no complaints. I see no complaints with this beer so far. Yeah, it looks beautiful. It looks like
1: it's getting pretty good.
2: But by, by the way, shout out to the brewery who made this. We don't know if this is a bad beer. So,
1: well, let's not shout out is, yet
2: then. Well, I was going to say, I, they're listening. I don't want them to be angry. We haven't even tried it to
1: Yeah, I don't even know where Mother Earth is from.
2: It's it's also Earth day, so this is another really good fit. Oh,
1: hey, good point. That was totally my plan. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, for Earth Day, here we go. Syntax smells it. Smells like it's not going to be that, that bad. So we'll
2: we'll see. I got I got high hopes. Is it possible that Rosie is just not a peanut butter stout fan? It's possible. I'll I'll have to do some research. But Watch Ober give it like a four and a half. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're either going to tear apart a brewery or
0: a listener.
1: Yeah. No. I don't. This isn't bad. This is well. I don't know. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> My the initial reaction is good, but okay. It's um I think a little bit of chemically taste lingering on the back Does that makes sense? a little bit artificial
2: flavoring maybe. I was going to say yeah. that's always what you want out of your beers chemicals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I can see how this is a I mean for face your beers yeah I'm not this isn't disgusting but I okay. think it'll be I think it'll be an interesting beer to finish this morning. It's good. So let me let me get some fla- flavor profile here. Okay. Cuz I get that I get that earthy aroma that Roasted, for sure. Toasted banana. Roasted, toasted, peanut butter. um I get. It does remind me a little of the sweet baby Jesus, which I think is ooh, that's good. The best the best peanut butter beer that exists. That's really good. So you get that that earthy peanut flavor for sure, as well as and I get the sweetness coming in from the brown sugar, absolutely. But then there's just something on the back end. I'm gonna finish my whole beer trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you get a lot of peanut butter, or is it
2: very subtle?
1: It is subtle. It doesn't taste like somebody dropped a dollop of peanut butter in here, which is good. I think with peanut butter, moderation is the
2: key to success. Nope. Yeah. I want a brewery to come out with a beer that tastes exactly like I'm drinking you want peanut butter. it to look like a jar of Skippy's and be that no. color. Skippy's? What are we? 12? Yeah. What are we? What are we? Well, in? third
0: world country?
1: I, I think that would be a very creative, cool label. So. Listen, t-
2: it's... It's got to either be Teddy's, which is a northeastern thing for those not from the northeast, or, you know, Justin's is fine, too. It's got to be natural peanut butter. I want it to taste like peanuts. Well, yeah, but
0: don't you Chris agree looks, that Kibbis would at least be a disgusting. good label?
2: It's Jif it's or it's no peanut butter
0: at all. Oh, Jif like, is awful. Jif is the – Todd, I'm going to boot you from the call right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How do I boot you?
0: <laughs> Choosy moms.
2: <laughs> mute. <laughs> choosy moms choose jiff but they should probably be a little bit they should probably be a little bit more choosy no it just means that my mom liked me more it's fine yeah (laughs) i actually hated peanut butter as a child (laughs) That's because so, you didn't
0: eat Jif. Right.
1: <laughs> and now Ted only likes the peanut butter that just tastes like peanuts. Yeah. So it sounds right. like you still don't really like peanut butter. Oh, no. I
2: love nat- like natural peanut butter is, is my right. jam.
1: It's like I a could different eat- animal, though, than regular peanut butter.
2: I could eat an entire jar of, like, Teddy's or Justin's peanut butter like that.
1: There we go. Mini handle. <laughs> okay. So so over, overall, this isn't, this isn't bad. This isn't great. This is a three-point – hang on. One more sip. <laughs> this is a 3.25. That's floating between that and a 3.0. That's not okay. bad. Yeah. Not bad.
0: Yeah, so, this
1: came straight from the fridge, so it might taste a little different as we warm up.
0: Yeah. So, uh, with stouts sometimes, especially if they're, like, not the best or not my favorite, I generally get, like, a metallic-y aftertaste. Like, mm, like that's, almost, I think, what I was talking
1: about. Yeah. Chemically. So, yeah, it's a little bit of that. Maybe iron, yeah. copper flavor.
0: Yeah, so I was like maybe that's what the that weird aftertaste is cuz Yeah, I'm glad you said that cuz that's exactly what it was. I just yeah. couldn't put my finger on it. Cuz I actually had one yesterday at a brewery and it was the same exact way. It was like not bad, but then just that aftertaste was like not not great. So.
1: Well, I feel good now that I'm celebrating Earth Day in style. There you go.
2: <laughs> you should just walk around with that can all day and be like this is what I did to support Earth Day. Yeah.
1: Oh. There oh. comes the owl with our letter yeah. of
2: acceptance. I was going to say, Hedwig is coming. Yes, we've, we've
0: kind of been neglecting the mailbag a little bit. Uh, oh, it's
1: mailbag, by the way. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, So sorry for our new listeners. Um, <laughs> that that paper fluttering
1: is, is just <laughs> opening our, our mailbag. Because we have very... literal
0: very, and real mailbag. Exactly, very literal, very, very, uh, very real mailbag. So we, we haven't done them in a while. We haven't been getting a ton. But we have we have quite a few right now that I think we could go through. Um we'll touch sure. on a f touch on a few real quick. Some of them are quick. Some of them are people writing it about their Ross Hill Road <laughs> speeds. <laughs> and, By
1: uh, the way, did, did anybody we tell ever- everyone what the answer was to the Lewis and Clark question?
2: Well I was gonna say, did anybody ever email in no. and attempt no. an attempt answer at it? No. So
1: the answer was it was the Lewis and Clark Core of Discovery. There you go. Was the name of their um, excursion group, their core, uh, and it also makes a fun name for a mixed 12-pack, your core of discovery.
2: That, is, that is actually is a really good name for a mixed 12-pack. Hmm. Do you yeah. think Do you think Clark was upset that his name was not before Lewis?
1: Mm, well, I know one of them suffered from massive depression, so probably. Because <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, usually you go alphabetical order, like, you, like usually you'd say Clark and, Clark Lewis. and Lewis, but right. like how did Lewis get his name in front of Clark?
1: He must have known a guy. And that guy, Thomas
0: Jefferson. He knew a historian. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, hey, when you tell our story, can you just like put me first? Yeah. (laughs) So first one comes from uh, Spencer. Spencer writes in, he has a hangover cure. He said he was catching up, so he has a hangover cure for us. Okay. And he wanted to uh, let us know that what he does is in the morning, he goes to the supermarket and he buys a fruit bowl. He's like, you don't want to use a knife if you're hungover. So make sure it's the pre-cut fruit bowls. And then he says... the so sugars... it's like
1: fruit salad in a little plastic container. Is that what a fruit bowl is? I
0: yes. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then he says, the sugars and water are pretty much what your body is looking for after a night of hard relaxing. So <laughs> so that's a good, good, good pro tip See, right there. I mean... Yeah, you're...
1: sugar is not um, what I personally need. Don't but... you say you drink a Coke?
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. That's <laughs> <sugar>. <laughs> yeah. So... So anyways, that's, that's a good good pro tip. Uh, I'm going to go one further and say if you're going to do this, just go buy one and have it in the fridge. Because then right. you, Be don't, prepared. you don't have to go to the supermarket at all. I will so.
2: tell you, I've, I've recently started, just to, to touch base on this, because I don't think I ever had one before. Because I was always looking for one. That's why we did this. I've been experimenting with a multivitamin the morning after drinking. Um, a multivitamin, some B12, and some D3. And then taking uh, two... Tablespoons of apple cider vinegar and a tablespoon of lemon juice with some yeah. salt, <laughs> and and drinking that with like like in water, hangover gone because that apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, and salt is the is the same ingredients that are in Gatorade. Just this is healthier. Okay, so you're getting those electrolytes back in.
1: Ah, uh, I don't know, man. I <laughs> I'd rather drink Gatorade opened up a bottle of apple cider vinegar, that would cure my hangover because I would immediately vomit up anything that was left in my stomach. (laughs) I drink Uh, apple cider cider vinegar vinegar, like every day. It cannot. I can't get that stuff down. (laughs) It's bad for your teeth, Ted. Make sure that when you're drinking that, you always brush your teeth after.
2: Right. That's why I usually put it, dilute it with water. Mm, Okay. All right.
0: So next letter comes from I, w- I want to say friend of the pod, but I'm not after here after reading this. Maybe not so much <laughs> friend of the pod, friend of the pod. So this is uh, it, the by Jordan, and he says, "Here's your hate mail." So I guess, like we said before, if we ask for it for you know six months, you're eventually going to get some. And so this says, so
2: hang on before you read it, I would like to issue blind fuck you, Jordan. Oh wow, okay.
0: Wow. Throwing the gauntlet <laughs> in your
1: face,
2: Jordan. Right.
0: Getting yeah. slapped
1: by the by Ted's gl- glove already before we even hear what you have to say.
0: All right. So uh, he says, you guys are the absolute worst. In fact, you guys are so bad that I want you to answer a question so I can listen to you answer in disdain on the next podcast. Now, he said
2: this I in February. Hey
1: listeners are our favorite.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he said this in February, so he had to wait a little bit. <laughs> we've, we've made him listen to every episode since yep, then yep. in hopes so, of getting this.
0: So he asks, what dance would you do if you were held at gunpoint and told to, he said entrain, I think he meant to say entertain them. And he said, okay, love you. I mean, you're all right. So, Tud, Tud is the world's best dancer. If you had to entertain. TM, TM. Yeah, TM, TM, TM. ( constitute) If you had to entertain, hashtag phone call of the pod.
2: uh,
0: (laughs) <laughs> Who has a landline?
2: We yeah, do. By the way, can we we can yeah. touch on this for a second while this rings?
0: What what is that noise? It's yeah, we have a we have a landline. It's for Dana's work phone, so Oh, okay. So, so wait, can you give out Dana's work phone as the phone
1: number for the podcast for all of our listeners to call
0: <laughs> hashtag in? Hashtag phone of the pod. Hashtag phone of the pod. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll put it on put it on the website. Or maybe it'll be a Patreon Just, tier or something.
1: <laughs> that'll be that will be our prank on Dana that she gets for having her orderly eggs. Uh so Todd, as yes. the world's
0: best dancer, TMTMTM, TM, TM, what dance would you do if you were held at gunpoint and told to entertain them? There's only one answer I want to hear come out of your mouth. Me too. Oh boy, now I feel really like
2: nervous <laughs> that I'm not gonna have the right answer. I, well,
1: I'm assuming me and Chris have different answers, so you're gonna disappoint at least one. Of <laughs> my,
2: my mind instantly went towards the chicken dance. All right, okay. that was not in my but mind. I feel like that's not entertaining enough. So I feel like I just if have only to twer-
1: if you're singing the song while doing the dance. I that, feel like that, I'd that, have to
2: do. I feel like I'd have make, to twerk. I mean, I can Making twerk. a I,
1: mouth poker. Yeah,
2: I can twerk. We can we can make twerking happen. All right. Or the electric slide.
1: Hey, Ted, why don't you show us you twerking? Okay. For the listeners at home, he's getting up. He's showing us the cam. Oh, oh, wow. Watch that. Ooh. Ted.
0: I didn't know bodies Sorry. could move like that.
1: I know. Yeah. Should, All right. You should really do that professionally.
0: Ober, what what were you hoping he was going to say?
1: Uh, the Carlton.
0: Uh, okay. Ooh. All right. No, that's a pretty good one. I said, I was thinking the Oops, I Did It Again dance from Britney Spears. Oh, from seventh grade. Yeah, because I know he knows that one.
2: I yeah. actually do really know the entire uh, the entire choreographed dance to that song. So. Thanks, Mr. Austin.
0: Yep.
1: Maybe we'll have that as a Patreon <laughs> rewards tier. A video of Ted against a wall doing. Oops, I did it again.
0: There we go. That's hey. that's if
2: it's a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> if you if you want to pay enough money, I will do the dance. <laughs> He's not above or me. Or if you're
1: the gunpoint, I, you held a gunpoint, what are the
2: two? I can
1: be bought, people. Patreon tier. <laughs> I want to know at gunpoint. I want to know the person who's like, "Hey, put your hands up." Okay, now do a dance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Keep
1: dancing, or I'll shoot you. <laughs> it better be entertaining.
2: Do <laughs> you think that out, like, like if I did the whole like? <laughs> <laughs> you think if I did the dance where, like, you like you grab, like, your foot with your hand and you start, like, doing, like, crunches, you think that would be entertaining for him? You know what I'm talking about? I do. I don't know what that's called, though. Me neither. But, I don't know. I can see you're already working on moves for your um,
1: <laughs> first dance after you get married. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs>
2: so. My, our first dance is going to be legit.
1: Um, okay, sorry. I, sh- I should I should um, change that then. I see you're already working on moves for your mother-daughter dance, mother-son dance. <laughs> <laughs> you do it before you do your first dance. So you and Mama the Pot are gonna do the uh, the sprinkler.
2: Uh, <laughs> do the shopping man. cart across the state or across yeah, the dance floor? Go.
0: That's it. So before we move on, I just want to thank Jordan and the Wreck My Podcast crew for being our very first patron. So good job, Tud. You're saying "fuck you" to our patrons. Good job. <laughs> hey
2: i said it with all love
0: yeah he did yeah so he did and you did i could tell i could tell there was a lot of a lot of hate love there he did say that he loved me so yeah he loves us all we love him too so uh so next one was and i sent this to you guys it was from sal friend of the pal sal friend of the pod sal oof friend of the pal
2: pal pal, pal of the sod
0: (laughs) He says, uh, Recurring question on the pod looks like Obert wins this ranking. And it's a, uh, we'll add it to the show notes, but all 50 states ranked uh, beer wise. And this came out in March of 2019. Uh, we have a bunch of qualms with it. So uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, you know, Montana over here is weighing in at 21, which was the highest of uh, our three states or our three old states, I guess. Um, so just a quick uh California is 1, 2 is Oregon and 3 is Michigan. Those are kind of, you know, not too bad. Vermont's 5, which is kind of a we think kind of low. Yeah, I I've got a lot of issues with this list for the people who just are dying to know what the top 5 is. Wait, <laughs> mean, why did they skip 4? <laughs> uh but then uh so North Carolina, which is my new state, so, you know, that really counts, is uh 13. Uh 21 is Montana. 24 is Nashville, not Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> the, one, just, the state that Nashville Just Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> just Nashville. Uh, and then poor Connecticut is all the way down at 38, which we all agree is just – they must have never been to Connecticut before. Right. It's yeah. just
2: – it's way too low. Um, the article talks about a brewery that none of the three of us in all of our Connecticut drinking – History have heard of, which is East Rock Brewing. It's in New Haven, so I'm gonna have to go check this out next time I want to go back to area two.
1: I mean, I've been to East Rock, and I've heard I've I have heard of this brewery, but I don't know anything other than just the name of it.
2: I, I mean, up until this article, I'd never heard of it at all. Um, yeah, I disagree with this that with Connecticut being so low. I mean, it's behind states such as Wyoming, Louisiana, which I've had a lot of there. I've had a lot of Louisiana beers. It's below Texas, which it should not be because Texas beer is. Eh, at best. Uh, just Come for out the, of Texas. Yeah, well, just for the, the podcast listeners' uh, benefit, I travel to Texas a lot for work, so I'm there a lot. The beer's not very good. It's also below Hawaii, which the only two beers, the only two breweries that they highlight are Maui Brewing and Kona Brewing, and I've had Kona, and it's not better than anything in Connecticut.
0: No, I mean, it's good, but it's not, it's not, it's- It's a solid ale. Yeah. So- Yeah, well, Chris and
1: I are sitting here in the top half. Yeah. Listening I mean,
0: to all of your complaints, Todd, and- uh to- you know, well, listen, hey, us top
2: over, halfers, us top halfers. over i believe that you um even said yourself there's no way that montana is better than connecticut
1: i i don't know what you're talking about yeah. i would never i would never <laughs> never say bad things about my state like that
0: <laughs> but okay so that was clearly clearly some contention we'll throw the link into the show notes though so you guys can look in you know, let us know. Yeah, thanks for that list, though, Sal. Yeah, it was I'm glad that you thought of us. Very interesting. You, um, let us you know, know uh, listeners, write in and tell us where your state ranks and all that fun stuff. So, you know, Brad, you know, S- Sal's a good guy. Definitely better than Bliven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we got some more hate mail. Um, this is from hashtag Brother of the Pod, uh, Brad. He writes in, <laughs> he will not take part in eating a loaf of bread, no matter how condensed we make it. Uh, and now that he's educated, he's no longer condoning this, condoning this Brad Go Get It game.
2: So He doesn't have a college degree yet. Uh, he's not educated. Apparently, <laughs> that's where the cutoff is. So, uh, By the way, more hate mail, so another fuck you to Brad. Okay. That one, that one stands. It's fine. <laughs> so,
0: the next few we have are Ross Hill Road Speeds, uh, including a fun story from a dad of the pod. So... Uh, First, Brad writes in, he says, uh, managed probably about 75 on the flat part between uh, Mrs. Gothiers, who's getting a lot of shout outs on the podcast, (laughs) and my house. So, about 75. And then we got... uh, Okay. uh, So, hashtag mom of the pod was very upset with, with Tud. (laughs) <laughs> yeah she called me about that With too
1: hashtag son of the
0: pot oh, okay. <laughs> she said okay so no i did not get pulled over on rosso road the fastest i think i've gone is 60 but michael 95 whose car were you driving question mark
2: hashtag mom the pot so yeah I, I was driving my car okay um i was going to the other end of rosso road so you can get going i mean up that hill there's no stoplight she did call me about this though <laughs> and she was not ha- she was not happy. <laughs> um so I got yelled at by hashtag pod. <laughs>
0: Good. I'm glad. Uh and then let me see. All right. So this is a cop out, but friend of the pod Dan, he writes in my answer is faster than I'm willing to admit LOL. And where and where it was between Strawberry Fields and his driveway. So, uh Dan is he grew up on the same road as us and he is uh Apparently, afraid to say how fast he's he's gone because apparently the cops are going to come yeah, and get him Yeah, own it, or Dan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Past uh, statute I mean, <laughs> of limitations, meaning after you slowed down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind of... That's a, just such a such a
0: cop-out. Yeah. I mean, Ted said he went almost four times the speed limit. So, <laughs> yeah. so I
2: mean, unless you... Were, I feel like I need to go back and like hit 100 just so I can say I went four times the speed yeah,
0: limit. Yeah, you should do that. You should probably
2: that's <laughs> maybe yeah, now no. so ted when
0: you told that story i i immediately thought you of you and like your big dodge truck like from a
2: million years ago <laughs> i was like "There's oh the four the four oh, four yeah. okay yeah yeah
0: i was like that thing cannot go 95
2: <laughs> it could it just wouldn't have gotten very good gas mileage when you got faster than you know 20 you could see the gas gauge move <laughs> 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 uh any other speed ones?
0: Yeah, we got the uh, the hashtag Dad of the Pod. Ober, do you have this one up? My dad.
1: Uh, yeah, you want to go through, through it, it a little bit? We have. Yeah, he. Well, my dad got he got a speeding ticket. Actually, he <laughs> got pulled over golf, on Russell Road. On on Russell Road, he said yes. early morning, and I hurried he past the golfers' house. <laughs> 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 yeah, came came over the hill, and sure enough, right right next to Chris's driveway, actually. There is was a cop car right when – and they know that's where you're going fastest yep. on that big road. big hill.
0: At the bottom of the big uh, hill. Yep, yeah.
1: So the cop said he was going 52 and wrote him a ticket for 45. So he said he's definitely driven faster than that, but the fastest he's gotten proof in terms of a piece of paper that a cop gave him is 52 fastest, miles an hour.
2: Fastest official recorded time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Yours truly, a dad of the podcast. Yeah. Okay, yep.
0: Yeah. So, so those are those are the 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 record the record so far. Well, that yeah, was fun. Yeah. Was yeah,
1: I think we can open it up to people who haven't been on Roswell Road. People who've just been going way too fast.
0: Do to <laughs> you want in? Uh, so that's good. We'll
2: we'll we'll try and keep a running total. Probably probably won't, but we'll try. So let so let the record books show. Fastest unofficial time is 95 by me. Fastest official recorded time is 52. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, So uh, last one that we have right now uh, is from friend of the pod, Drew. He needs a recommendation. So he says, Dear DAWF podcast. I'm heading up to Acadia National Park next month. We're planning on stopping in Portland, Maine for dinner on the way up. I know Portland is supposed to be a great beer city. If I only have time to drink at one spot in Portland, where should I go? Thanks, Drew.
1: Clearly Shipyard. I was no, like, I'm really? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, there's a ton of good places. It's t- He asks us a tough question, I think, with this one, because there's a lot of a lot of right answers for this one.
2: I'm sure there's a really good beer bar up there that we don't know exists, but if I had to choose a brewery, I'd probably say Bissell Brothers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Bissell too. Brothers is good. Um, I haven't been in there.
1: Um, I did I did have lunch at Liquid Riot. Um, they are a brewery and a distillery. They make also really good cocktails, and the food wasn't bad either.
0: Yeah, so I actually made this same trip last... No, not last. Two Septembers ago, I think. Uh, went, up, went up to Acadia, okay. and we stopped in Portland. So... It depends on what kind of beer you like, but I would say most bang for your stop is if you go to Foundation Brewing Company, which is good beer to begin with. But then in that same building, there's Battery Steel Brewing and Austin Street Brewing. So three breweries okay. and you could park once and and go to three breweries. And Battery Steel, they were like new, brand new when I opened, but I've heard they've been doing great stuff and they were really good when I had them. So that would be my recommendation, especially since then you can- you can there we go. You, so you know, you say if you only have time to drink at one spot, that's technically one spot. Yeah, so, one spot.
1: He could yeah, he could tell his his pregnant wife, like, well,
0: it was only right. one that's, spot. I, I mean, truthfully, <laughs> that's what I did to my pregnant wife. So I was like, yeah. We're just stopping at one place and it just so happened to have three breweries. Yeah. So
1: No so you got three different recommendations from a the three co co-hosts. Go. and yep. um, when you, you have to write it back in and tell us where you end yeah, up absolutely. stopping.
2: You know, I will I will say I did a quick Google search and just to see if I recognized any of the bar names. There's this place called the Thirsty Pig, which seems to be a tap house. So you may find some really good beers there too if you just wanted to stop and get a burger.
1: Yeah. So four recommendations from the three (laughs) house. But I think we all agreed that they should stop. They should stop at Maine and Freeport on their way back. Yes. One hundred percent. Down and pick pick some up for maybe just for the for back in Connecticut.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like they should pick some up and then. Send them Yeah, to I us. actually saw that uh,
0: main yeah. beer company,
2: which is what we're talking about.
0: They had both dinner and second dinner on
2: draft, which was pretty amazing. Ooh. So. And they just redid their tap room. Apparently, they just reopened with a new room. Oh, so. cool.
1: Last time I was in there, was for how big of a name they are, it was a very small space. So I'm glad to hear that they did some improvements to their tasting
2: area. Mm. Yeah, so make sure that you go check that out, too, and then report back to us about how you liked it. Yeah, podcast homework nice. here.
1: Cool. So, so is that closing out the mailbag? Yeah, putting, shoving the rest of the mail in the closet for next week.
0: <laughs> yep, hiding <it> under <laughs> Tote Mountain. Yeah, so that's. Uh, I think we're just about caught up. We might have one or two outstanding. I just have to dig through the the in, the mailbag to <laughs> to find them. But yep, that's the end of mailbag. We're all, Our, all caught up. Very literal in right. a real inbox. It's a re- actual box where mail. Yeah, that's where shows it goes up. in. <laughs>
1: But no, again, dawf podcast at gmail dot com. We love we love hearing you guys, and as you can say, see, it's pretty easy to get on the the podcast. Even if you hate us, right, you can show up on the podcast.
2: You're just going to get a fuck you from me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I actually, I've actually heard from listeners. They're like, "Do you have to drop so many f bombs on the podcast?" So, Ted, what do you have to say to that?
2: Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: This is not it's not a it's a twenty one plus podcast anyway, so
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean this is the, we're we're drinking alcohol on this podcast and especially if you're gonna mail in hate, you're going to get an F bomb.
1: Okay. Stamp stamp
2: of <laughs> F bomb. I honestly I bed. don't think we're that bad. No, I don't think so either. You hear yeah. worse sitting at a bar. So you must I- go to some C D bars to- <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. So I do have a question for you guys, and this is not like a like a stupid question. This is this is more of a why I was cranky this past week question. This is like
1: an internal mail <laughs> of the pot.
2: Yes, breaking news. So we had we had uh, hamburgers earlier this week, and they were made with bacon and cheddar cheese mixed into the burger. Okay. Okay. That sounds tasty. So, question: Do you believe that because there's cheese mixed into the burger, is it does it qualify as a cheeseburger? Or if you said, I would like a cheeseburger, would you not throw a piece of cheese on top of said bacon cheddar burger?
1: Well, I have a feeling that Chris and I are going to have different opinions on this.
2: Well, we are we, – yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: We, we probably are.
1: Yeah. So my take on it, if is I can never have – I don't think there's such a thing as too much cheese on a burger. But I will say if you were like lactose intolerant, then yeah, it is
2: does count as a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but but you wouldn't qualify that, like, just the plain burger cooked. But if I wouldn't... asked
1: for it with, as a cheeseburger, I would hope that they would throw another slice on top for me.
2: Okay. And
1: actually, my handle this week is a
0: burger recipe, so we'll get to that later. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I would consider it a cheeseburger, but that's only because I generally, and generally, I mean, I don't eat cheeseburgers, so it would. Would you eat this burger? I would probably eat it, but I don't know if I'd like it. That's the, you know. I'm, okay. The bacon and the cheese cancel each other out. <laughs> right. So then it's just a regular burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I mean, I. so if I knew that it was – like if it's like a world famous, this is the best burger you're ever going to have burger, I'll probably have it. But if I'm at a like a restaurant or a pub or something and they're like, oh, here's your menu and I see that it's this mixture thing, I'm going to order something else. Pass. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you would qualify this – Without the without a slice of American cheese on top as a cheeseburger itself, I would yes. Okay, so I have to tell you that Caitlin agrees with you, Chris, and she thought that it was a cheeseburger. I agreed with Obert, and I was highly upset with my fact that I was promised a cheeseburger and was <laughs> and you given got a
1: burger with cheese in it. <laughs> right, and I was given a burger with <laughs> cheese in it
2: <laughs> versus a cheeseburger. Hmm. So yeah, just wanted to bring this echo. up because I I was I was angry. <laughs> Ted was cranky. Yeah, Ted was cranky. Um. <laughs> You know, and she, I, I, I flat out told her, I said, "I'm bringing this to the podcast. We must have a forum."
1: There it is. It's here. It's made it. Yeah, it's always good to get your crankiness out into the world via (laughs) our podcast. So we're happy to we're happy to provide that service for you. Exactly. Right.
2: It's like like life's atrocities should be brought to the forefront. Brought to the podcast via my mouth.
0: Yeah, but it's about that time I think uh, to bestow upon our listeners our. Three handles of wisdom on our frosty mug of wisdom. Whoops, made that bad. It's our wisdom, wisdom, <laughs> wisdom box. Our, <laughs> wisdom. our wisdomy wisdom. All the wisdom. Chris's
1: wisdom. Todd's wisdom. Obert's wisdom. And our wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Handles of wisdom. Wisdom mug of wisdom.
0: <laughs> filled,
1: filled with wisdom.
0: <laughs> 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 and, Happy Earth Day, people. <laughs> well, you know it's you know you, you get the gist. You get the gist. <laughs> the gist is wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> TL so, TLDR. So for the first for the first wisdom,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna bring to the podcast. Following up with that is, um I had an amazing burger the other day. We're gonna post a picture to the Instagram, and I can already hear the people writing in the comments being like, "Oh my god, I need a I need your recipe for this burger." So we're preemptively providing it to you because there's one thing I cook well. It's it's burgers. That's what I do. That's not – I'm not too big of a man around the kitchen, but around the grill, I got it. I got it figured out.
2: Cheeseburger or regular burger?
1: Well, the cheese is optional. For me, it's a requirement, but for some others, it's optional. <laughs> um, so you're going to want to buy one of those burger patty presses to make it into a nice shape, right? I think that's an important part is you got to have the consistency right. You don't want so to – I it? actually – well, you don't want, it, you want to make sure it's a uniform thickness so it cooks evenly. Okay. That's an important part. Um, so you're going to want to buy a pound of meat. I went with bison. You can also do beef or if you're not into red meat, there's options there as well. Um, I went, made a bison burger this week. I added into it a mix of ground pepper, Lowry's seasoned salt, chipotle pepper for a little bit of that smokiness flavor as well. And some onion powder. Uh, You want to mix all that in with your meat before you form it into patties. Um, Take that, put it on the grill, cook it to, you know, medium temperature. um, And then key other factors. So the patty is only the beginning, right? You also need to have all the toppings. So I did, for this burger, I did a little bit of sliced avocado with a fried egg. Kind of made it more of a California burger. And the piece de resistance was a toasted Kaiser roll. Throw that right on the grill as well for maybe 90 seconds, two minutes. Do you butter that On roll? high heat. You can. I did not. Um, I think if you butter it, you'll get a nice golden uh, color. But um, I like to just throw it right on the grill. I got so many things going on when I'm grilling that I didn't have time for butter. Okay. But And I also went with Cabot aged sharp white cheddar cheese. Ooh, it's um, good cheese. Yeah, it's good cheese. You're going to get that. Nice bite is going to really contrast with the savoriness of the egg and avocado. So that that plus the smokiness from that Chipotle is going to create a really well-rounded mouthfeel. going to be nice and juicy to bite into. Um, that's my handle, folks. I hope you were taking notes because Chris is not going to write all this in the description.
0: No. We, <laughs> so, no. I, I mean, the most I'll do is put a hyperlink to a, uh, a recipe of some sort. Well then, I'd have to write it and make a website, but
2: I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so okay. Well, wow. so just just listen to this podcast multiple times. That make well, sure you yeah. download it each time. Then, right,
1: right, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. no
0: rewinding. I'll know if you rewind.
1: Nope. Just if you miss it while you're taking notes, I try to go slow enough for everybody to write this down. But just hit delete, download again, and then you can fast forward. But you can't rewind. <laughs> 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 if you go too far, just download it again. It's fine. Okay, so that's my wisdom for the wisdom wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to wisdom
0: the next wisdom? I'll wisdom the next wisdom of the wisdom Me wisdom. So my wisdom this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, recently found a local zoo, um, which, I mean, I guess it's can be like the wisdom can encompass all zoos. But the one in particular is called Zootastic in Statesville. My wisdom is zoos. <laughs> My wisdom is zoos. <laughs> Big animals in <and> caves. <laughs> so this is a, a zootastic zoo tastic in Statesville. It is a privately owned zoo, which I don't understand what the difference is, but okay. That's something that they broadcast. But it's pretty neat. Like they they go out and they'll like either rescue or try and save animals and that's where most of these animals like come from, which is a pretty neat pretty neat premise and we ended up going there because uh i mean we have a 16 month old son and he had a lot of fun like looking at the tigers and looking at the giraffes and all of that so i was gonna say this sounds more like cj's handle than Chris's. you know believe it or not though i probably i probably had more enjoyment out of all of this than cj did
1: (laughs) he's just like whatever we got cats at home why
0: do i have to look at these bigger ones here he loves he loves the uh, the baby goats; those are his favorite. Like he gives he, okay, and the kangaroos, he gives them kisses. So or tries to. Are there a, <laughs> are there monkeys at this zoo? There are. They're baboons, and I think there's maybe one of the kind, but I mean, there's like a lot, and it's a it's. I mean, it's a relatively small small zoo, or smaller as far as zoos go, I guess. But because it's like private, and all of these are like like for for lack of a better word, they're all rescues. You can get really close. So like the tigers, you're like, there's a fence and then like the bigger fence for the cage. But you're like four feet from where the tigers are. So it's not like they're recessed at all or anything. So it's not like you're locked in a Jeep on a track or anything. Right, right, right. And there's T-Rexes and things. So perfect uh, distance for eating. (laughs) Well, you can feed the tigers, which is pretty cool. Wait, Um, what? Yeah, they put, like, a piece of meat on a stick. I got a picture. I'll put it on the Instagram of me feeding the tiger. Yeah, I
1: I saw the Snapchat, I think, from Dana of the the tiger feeding.
0: Yeah. So, it's really cool. And, like I said, these uh, animals, for the most part, are rescues. And one example of that is a recent one where a bigger zoo um, had a lion cub that was born with, like, paw deformities and... The bigger zoo, which I don't know which one, but they were going to euthanize the lion cub, you know, which I mean, lions are I don't know if they're like endangered or not, but you still really shouldn't kill them if you don't have to. At least that's my that's my hot take on it. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, uh, hashtag wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> and so what the, what this zoo did is they actually like re, like, you know, adopted the cub, uh, had surgery done to like fix its paw deformity and are actually getting prosthetics for this lion. So. You know, they do things like that to make, you know, save these these really cool creatures. But um I mean, that zoo in particular is really cool. Uh But I mean, zoos in general are a lot of fun, especially if you have a small a small child. Who, is like, your zoo bigger than the Roger Williams Zoo? I don't think so. No. I mean, I haven't been to the Roger oh, Williams Zoo a in a pretty while.
1: Big, pretty big zoo. Yeah. I is it a big zoo? I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's um, like the
2: pride of Rhode Island, basically. <laughs> I haven't like been to have... a zoo in years. Yeah,
0: I mean it, it's a lot of fun. I'll I'll say that. But if you're ever in Statesville, check it out. And if you're ever near a zoo, you should probably go because they're a lot of fun and you get to see really cool animals. So and CJ likes them. So you should hold solace in the fact that my son enjoys zoos. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, so well, that's, thank you
1: for sharing that wisdom.
0: Yeah, that's my wisdom wisdom. So, Tud, do you have some wisdom to finish off
2: this wisdom? I do have some wisdom to share with the people who are looking for wisdom. Okay, good. So, my wisdom this week is <laughs> a little piece of wisdom called um, Aftershocks Headphones. So, these things are pretty cool. They wrap around your head, but they're um, bone-conducting headphones. So, they don't they don't go into your ear. They sit on your temple. And so, what happens is it's all titanium. So as the music or the podcast or whatever comes through, it actually vibrates your the bones in your skull and you can hear it internally in your ears. That's so weird. It is really weird. What? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, They were on sale at Best Buy last week. They, they'll still run you about 100 bucks, But they make it so, so there's nothing in your ear. So while you're listening to music or a podcast, you you're still fully aware of your surroundings. So it's really good for bike riding. It's really good for hiking in the woods. It's really good if you're sitting in an office and you just want to make sure that, you know, when somebody approaches your cube and or your office, you can hear that somebody's there so they're not scaring the crap out of you coming up from behind. All these things work. The sound quality obviously is not gonna is not as good as, you know, a really nice pair of headphones would be, but it is definitely very good for what it is. And Yeah,
1: as someone who hikes alone... In bear country, I could see the appeal of having a pair of headphones that let me keep my surroundings as part of what I'm hearing.
2: Right. Yeah. So, this is these are really good. Um, I bought the Aftershocks Titanium Air, which is the newest version of them. They're a little bit more lighter weight than the other Aftershocks. So, they actually fit underneath like a bike helmet really well. Um, I guess that was a big complaint about the prior models is that they were a little bit too bulky to go underneath a bike helmet, but this one has corrected that. I use it all week, and the battery still – it says it's still at medium, so it's not really a big, massive drain on that either. That's awesome. It's not even down to medium rare yet. Right. <laughs> it's good wisdom. But, no, definitely check them out, especially if you guys are really big into hiking and or outdoor stuff or if you're just you know looking to have something cool – they also have two microphones in it, so one microphone is used to cancel the noise around you, and the other one is to use to pick up your voice. So you can actually use it as a headset too. That's cool.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a tailor-made handle for me because I do like to bike and hike. So I did actually I think of you when these. I was bringing it up. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. I'm that's happy yeah, to yeah, impart it's really wisdom.
0: cool. I was I was just looking for uh, wisdom-like headphones, and I don't know
2: if this is quite what I'm looking for, but it's pretty pretty interesting. I mean, you can always buy them and try them, and if you don't like them, return them.
0: That's a lot of extra work. You know.
2: <laughs> if only there was some wisdom on how to do quick returns. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't, we're not using the four-handled
0: bugs this week. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: And so, with that, uh, thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the people who provided today's beers. Um, I'm going to go first with Area 2 Experimental Brewing Company, a.k.a. Two Roads, for their Calva beer.
0: I'd like to thank institution ale company uh for their 2018 fall seasonal
1: and on this earth day i want to thank mother earth brew company for the syntax imperial peanut butter stout
2: that's some good wisdom right there uh please make sure that you follow us on on all the social medias uh dawf podcast that's instagram twitter facebook and untapped uh, make sure you hashtag follow the email dawf podcast at com. the uh event for the beers from Obert on Instagram has closed. We will announce the winner in the coming week. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And you know, this is an early congratulations to the winner, whoever happen- it happens to be. Special shout out to James vakovic from James vakovic Designs for designing our logo. And do you guys have anything else you'd like to add? No. Happy Easter. Yeah. Happy Easter, folks. And with that, happy Easter.
1: And with that, I'm Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. You know, it's a really funny sounding word if you say it a bunch of times. Wisdom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a good piece of wisdom right there. Yeah. Wisdomy wisdom. (laughs) Uh, So much. much Can we just start my day now after drinking a beer? Yeah.